1: Come
3: through, Queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through Queen.
0: It was wrong for her to say that to me. That she has no compassionate. Like I have no someone compassionate. that's going through no it. Yeah, someone that's no going, I'm going through it right now.
3: Hey, Brendan. Hi. You said it would never happen. You made fun of me on this podcast for a long time.
2: Uh Uh-huh. But
3: the cooking lesson with Jamie Missy finally happened this past weekend. It
2: happened.
3: Food was made. Food
2: was made by Dan.
3: Well, Jamie had... An injury. Third degree burned herself (laughs) earlier in the week. I think second degree. okay.
2: Maybe first.
3: Uh, But I think it was still a successful lesson. We got her cutting boards. We got her knives. We taught her how to navigate a grocery store.
2: Well, yeah, I wasn't there for that part. I wish I got the whole supermarket sweep situation. Well,
3: I was glad we had some alone time before you trolls came in. I I wasn't a troll. We were nothing but supportive.
2: (laughs) I ate that food. I don't even like sweet potato mash usually, and I love that. Oh,
3: great. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) So I just wanted to clear the air and make it known this did actually happen. Nobody
2: was wondering.
3: But And if anyone's interested... Sign, uh, sign up with me for your cooking Dan lesson. we will
2: come to your space and teach you how to cook.
3: Anthony is shaking right now. I could do more than just... Oh my just... God,
2: you've always had this weird thing with Anthony. I, I feel like what I did is like what he should be doing. Oh my God. Ever since Alex said he thought Anthony was cute, <laughs> way back when Queer Eye <laughs> first came out, you've had this weird grudge.
3: Yeah. And they're coming <laughs> back soon, aren't they? Care of Carly Rae Jepsen? Yeah, she's bringing him back. Um...
2: <laughs> I think it comes out in March.
3: Yeah, so just march on over to Netflix and watch it.
2: Yeah, or just sit on your couch and scroll on your Roku or whatever. <laughs> it's not that hard.
3: Okay. There is plenty going on. There's a lot of shows to talk about. Let's get this rooster cooking. Oh, let's start with some very
2: sad news, though. Yes. Lee Radzwill passes away at 85. So, Carol Radzwell's famed... Um, I almost said aunt, mother-in-law.
3: But an aunt figure, I think, uh, after Anthony passed.
2: Yeah, and um, the sister of Jackie O, and a legend in her own right, passed away last week. This week? It's been a long it's week.
3: This past week, since past we, week. since we last met.
2: Why don't you read a little bit of Tr- Carol's tribute sure. in the Daily Mail? So,
3: I assigned this as homework in the Facebook group. If you uh, are not a member, you should run and not walk to Daily Mail where Carol wrote a touching tribute to Lee Radswell. Uh, And this is just a small piece. She had a razor-sharp wit and intellect. She was both formidable and playful. She invented style. She invented giving no fucks. She demanded authenticity and lived unapologetically. Lee was the woman who launched A Thousand Copycats. She was the Maisel's brothers before they were Mazels, I don't know what that is. And It Girl, before there were It's, she was the original influencer decades before millennials
2: stumbled upon the word. Um, I will say there was... I think the last line was, like, she was never in anyone's shadow, she was the sun, or something. Mm, Like, really nice like that. Because... People were pointing out that the New York Times obituary was, like, mean to her. I didn't know that. Like, saying, basically, that she lived in her sister's shadow for her entire life and, like, all this other stuff.
3: Well, I was doing, like, whenever something like this happens, I like to do a little research. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize they had sort of a contentious relationship, Jackie and Lee. Mm -hmm. But Lee apparently famously went to support Jackie in her time of need when JFK was Assassinated. Oh wow. And like um, lived with her and blah blah blah
2: Also, in Carol's piece, she like answered questions for me because I think a lot of people assumed that they had no relationship at all. Yeah. Because they were never like photographed together except for like there was one photograph of them in 2014. On like a red, a movie red carpet. Seeing cabaret at um oh, yeah. Studio 54. Okay. Um but she said that she regularly got uh dinner at her house.
3: And they were supposed to get dinner.
2: Like, the day that she died. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But, aside from Lee, this Daily Mail piece had a, just a photo of Carol by herself with the caption, Carol is currently working on a memoir, picking up where her 2005 book, What Remains, a memoir of fate, friendship, and love, left off through Housewives of New York City and today. Did we know about this?
2: No. What Remains too?
3: I can't wait.
2: I, it'll be interesting. I feel like she needs to wait a step.
3: Let a little more remain?
2: Let a little more time be between her and Housewives, because I feel like it runs the risk of, like, coming across as, like, bitter.
3: I know, but knowing
2: Carol, (coughs) this is going to be, like, five years in the making. Right. Uh, did you notice any Housewives support Carol? The only one I really noticed was, like, Kristen Takeman.
3: Oh. I wasn't like on the lookout for this particularly, but I imagine Ramona making a phone call because she's a good friend.
2: Yeah, they're close. And Dorinda.
3: Oh yeah, because Dorinda has been through pain and loss.
2: She knows what remains.
3: Yeah. Well, very sad.
2: To pivot to completely different news. Yeah.
3: NeNe Leaks is getting another scripted
2: series. Um, Pop TV has filled out the cast for the comedy pilot of spin-class murder mystery Ride or Die. Ride or Die from writer Matt McConkie has cast Nene Leakes from Glee and the Real Housewives of Atlanta in a lead role. Leakes will play Glow, a chef and lifestyle guru who also who's also a true crime buff and is thrilled to share her expertise on the case. This is exactly the kind of place that Nene needs to be as far as acting. Mm. Like, a fun concept, like playing, like, Like, a chef will give her a lot of, like, things to work with as Mm. far as um, her character. Like, many
3: Italian chef kisses.
2: Yeah, and I feel like we're going to see something that's adjacent to the coach that she played on Glee and Mm. also the, like, personal assistant character she played on The New Normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So I think this is a perfect wheelhouse. I think that it's great that it's coming from Matt McConkie, who knows Nini's work. Sure. And can speak to it and... Right stuff for her.
3: I also think it's amazing for Real Housewives of Atlanta because I could use another Nini break from the show.
2: I don't think that's happening.
3: You don't think she's going to get too big for her britches again?
2: No, she's leaned into this OG mm-hmm. thing. Now that we've established like the five OGs, oh, okay, Nene has been like super leaning in. Um, she was on Strayhan and Sarah. <laughs> Because they're doing a Housewives week. Run, don't walk to the YouTube clips. Um, And she was asked her favorite uh, Housewives from other franchises. And she just said, like, the OGs. She only likes the OGs. That's
3: so stupid.
2: I know. And the fact that Bethany and Lou are cut out of this, like, OG thing.
3: They're OGs. I know. If these other fools are OGs, Lou and Beth are OGs. Well,
2: definitely Lou. Lou has never been off that TV screen. She was demoted once, but... yeah. I mean, she has more of a claim to fame than Nini does. Because Nini
3: was not on a season.
2: Well, I think what happened was she missed that Watch What Happens Live episode where it was established. And then the second thing that established these OGs was the baby shower. And now we've got the OGs locked in. It's like at the end of Celebrity Big Brother, you lock it in and there's no going back.
3: If Jill Zarin were to return, would she be an OG?
2: I technically not, not by the rules of Bravo. Oh, as the baby shower! <laughs> I think the baby shower really cemented it. Yeah.
3: Okay. So let's move it along to New Jersey where Danielle Staub is now officially
2: divorced. You love a page six article. Well,
3: they're so beautifully written. Let me just read these beautiful words, word for word from start to finish. Let her rip. Danielle Staub is ready to get engaged for the 21st time. The Ronge star and her husband of just nine months, Marty Caffrey, finalized their divorce in a Bergen County, New Jersey courtroom on Thursday. Page six can confirm. We're told Staub's lawyer also filed a contempt of court motion on the basis that Caffrey allegedly disobeyed a gag order. And there will likely be a hearing to determine if the claim is valid. A source told Page Six after the hearing that Danielle is glad that this is over and she can move on with her life. She was disappointed. Marty used something as painful as a divorce to get his name in the press and have his 15 minutes of fame. But that is over now. Page Six reported on Wednesday that the volatile pair was due in court today to sign off on their divorce agreement. Um, Caffrey said at the time, now that my divorce is final, I feel great relief as well as sadness. I bear Danielle no ill will. I wish her the best in everything she does. Okay. So this is the juicy part. As part of their deal, Staub will have to either buy the $2.15 million house. They've been living in together or move out by April. She'll also have to pay for the furniture inside of it. (laughs) (laughs) If the house is sold, Caffrey will have to move out immediately, but until it sells, he's going to continue living there. The reality star also has to repay all her debts to Ka- Caffrey, and she has returned, she has to return all their wedding presents, which Caffrey said he was never in possession of. Caffrey and Staub dated for two years before tying the knot in Bahamas this May and announced in August they were splitting. This was Caffrey's second marriage and Staub's third walk down the aisle. She was previously engaged 19 times.
2: Ha <laughs> ha. Um thoughts on this?
3: I mean like, the house thing is what really Danielle has to like pay a lot. I know where is she scrounging
2: this money up from? Do she doesn't have money? What's a friend of salary? I have a question actually regarding sure. that. Do you like what's the payment schedule for Real Housewives as far as like when it's announced that they get like however much an episode does it call, come in one lump sum? Are they being paid every two weeks around the, <laughs> through the, the year?
3: Uh, I don't think it's every two weeks around the year unless they like... You know like teachers can set up yeah. that uh, 52-week payment plan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think the housewives are doing that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I, we learned through a lot of the, those uh, Atlanta rumors and speculation that the women all have like very different payment setups.
2: right. Let's get them them all on the same payment plan. Like
3: Candy was getting paid the most technically, but other housewives were getting paid more per episode, but then had to shoot less episodes. Right.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Weird. Um, Any more thoughts on Danielle and Marty? Can't wait for the 21st time. Your husband's in the pool.
3: Oh my god, I can't wait to get to that. Okay, we're still in New Jersey. Us Weekly has been giving us
2: the scoop. So... Teresa Giudice was photographed in Miami? Miami. Holding hands with a man who was not Joe Giudice. He was a Shrek. His name is Blake Shrek. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She was all smiles during their President's Day weekend outing with Sh- with Shrek while her husband Joe is currently <laughs> serving this 41 month prison sentence. Here's some fun things to know about Shrek. <laughs> he Number one, he hangs out with a donkey.
3: Oh my god, just Eddie kidding. Murphy? Just yeah. kidding, just kidding.
2: <laughs> um, one, he's from New Jersey. He was born and raised in Totoa, New Jersey, which is approximately 10 miles from... Totoa! What what did I say? You said Toa? (laughs) I said Totoa. Okay. No, I don't know what I said. Um, Where it's it's 10 miles from Teresa's house. He's 20 years younger than Teresa. Shrek is 26 years (laughs) old, which makes him two decades younger than the Bravo Star. First of all, I wouldn't even date a 26 year old at this point in my life. I know! He's only 8 years older than Gia. That's... Insane. Um, he attended West Virginia University. Um, he's a realtor. Shrek works for <laughs> L- Leopizzi Real <laughs> Estate in um, Woodland Park, New Jersey. Um, they have a history. Teresa was first spotted with Shrek. Year's <laughs> You know what's so
3: funny? Like reading this, the name didn't register at all. But now that we are recording a podcast... <laughs> Like the DreamWorks Animation, Shrek is really <laughs> leaping off the screen. I
2: know, Princess Fiona. Who <laughs> Shrek's we, got, we a, we got new a new woman. Shrek in town. Um, <laughs> 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 okay, yeah. So there were like a ton of photos of them together. There was one of them holding hands. There was one of them alone and shirtless, or not? He was shirtless. Yeah, and she was in a bathing suit. Sure, just the two of them. But like, is this all a stunt? I mean, she's smiling. Like, I I don't get... So, I don't get where she in her right mind would be like, Oh, I can go out with this guy in Miami in public a lot and yeah. nobody's going to know. Well,
3: I, did we pick up on the fact that they spent New Year's Eve together? I don't think I knew this.
2: No. Like, But the- New Year's Eve... Oh, yeah. December t- 2018. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Also, what does this mean for Donkey? And the gingerbread man. <laughs> <laughs> and the dragon. Do you think that Milani and the gingerbread man are gonna get along? I hope so. Oh my god, I hope she replaces Stephanie and Tay Tay with um the gingerbread man and the donkey. Wow. I hope so.
3: Uh let's move it right along. We have some shows that we need to kind of wrap up. Mm-hmm. Celebrity Big Brother and All Stars for Drag Race. Had their season finales last week.
2: I know. It's crazy. Um, So Celebrity Big Brother. Who won? Tamar. Tamar won. Deserved. Deserved. She deserved. The first unanimous vote since
3: season 10 of regular Big Brother, which was a decade ago.
2: Also, isn't she the first black
3: woman to win? First black woman to win. Uh, Best person to ever win.
2: Yeah, I was really happy when she won.
3: Well, I was rooting for... Candy and Tamar. Mm-hmm. It was hard to really justify a Candy win because, like, Tamar did play the game better. And Tamar was an actual fan of the show. I
2: was kind of rooting for Dina at one point.
3: Yeah, but. She,
2: when she came out of the Celebrity Big Brother house, though, Lindsay, like, went. Buck. Like, something I c- couldn't even <laughs> establish what Lindsay was trying to say.
3: And Joni Braxton shut her down.
2: I know. <laughs> Um, But,
3: yeah, so that was great to see that happen. Uh, And I feel like even though Candy didn't win, she had a good moment on the show. Yeah. She was introduced to maybe people who didn't know
2: her. And she came across really well. And (sighs) I think, like, I sometimes bop into the Big Brother Reddit, which is, like, a really Mm. weird place. Um, But, like, people on that Reddit who didn't know about Candy before, like, loved her.
3: Her exit interview brought me to tears. What'd she say? When she was saying like, it was just worth it in this, to get in this house and make up with Tamar after 20 years. Uh, oh yeah. Of knowing her.
2: Oh yeah. On that level, I wanted to mention she was also on Busy Phillips show, mm. Busy Tonight. Yeah. This week. And she said the same thing about Tamar on that. But she also said that when she was first dealing with the surrog- surrogacy possibility on the show, Andy talked to her. I don't know how many months ago, but it was like, she said something along the lines of, oh, yeah, to Andy. Oh, yeah, and I'm going to have a baby mama. And Andy was like, no, very seriously, that is going to be your child. You're its mother. Yeah. And, like, she started crying. And then she said that right when Andy made the announcement, he immediately called her <gasps> to tell her that that's what, why he was so um, serious about that. Oh, my god! And she was, like, bawling on the show, busy, put the, her hand on her knee. It was a beautiful moment. I recommend finding that clip on the internet.
3: I love an emotional candy.
2: I know. And she also said that she never, before she was on TV, her friends never saw her cry, even though she does cry a lot. Mm. And they were like, who is this person? Because she cries a lot on the show. A a lot on Atlanta? Yeah. Oh. I feel like she's always crying. Yeah. Maybe not not like pheromone level. Okay. But like, speaking of pheromone level, let's
3: move it along to All Stars 4. She's a super queen. Oh my God.
2: The slowest song ever. It was like the super queen reprise, but not even a good reprise. Just like, the fact that they changed something, changed the formula of what really, really worked and gave us this is, like, awful to me.
3: Also, enough of this, like, empty room.
2: Yeah, that's what I meant.
3: Well, they did it with season 10 with American. Yeah. And I hate that empty room. I either want the main stage or I want a lot of land the running around.
2: One shot of adrenaline. Like Kitty Girl was so good. Yeah, and then they gave us this. And it's it was funny, like, the like Kitty song. Girl.
3: It took me a minute to get get into, but like, then I thought about it intellectually. I was like, oh no, this is amazing.
2: Yeah, and like to utilize Alaska Trixie and Chad in like that way. Like I almost in Kitty Girl, I appreciated like seeing like Ben in the background. Yeah. This was, was distracting.
3: Yeah. Like, they were hamming it up too much. And then also, I didn't need it.
2: Yeah. I mean, and then, do you want to talk about, like, what happened in the end? Because that's what everyone's gagged over.
3: Sure, it's the gag of the season.
2: So, first time in Drag Race history, a double win. But they didn't film a double win when they filmed all the options. Yeah. So, they just, like, spliced it together.
3: And in case you're new to this Drag Race world... They have filmed unaired double wins in the past. Yeah.
2: Adore and Bianca, they filmed a double win for
3: There might even be more that we don't know about, but that was certainly that happened. And to scotch tape together this double win where if you're watching the like comfort of your own home, it's very clear. I could see like being in a bar, you missing it perhaps. I notice, yeah. But we were sitting here watching it being like, what the fuck are we watching right now?
2: Did you watch um, the reaction video of uh, Trinity and Monet watching the end? Trinity was so confused for like a good five minutes.
3: I mean, they're showing something that's taking place that did not happen in real life.
2: I know, but I think she was like mostly like... Upset because she thought she was only getting fifty thousand dollars. Like they mm-hmm. were gonna have to split the hundred thousand. But they found out they're both getting a hundred thousand.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, but a good a good thing that came out of it, um Casey Musgrave spoiled the ending for an entire theater of her fans when she brought them both on stage that night. Yeah. Um, to kind of dance to High Horse.
3: <laughs> I mean you can only kind of dance to Casey K- 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 must uh, but, but that's her right? most danceable song. I, I know, and still con- only kind of. Have you not seen the
2: video <laughs> of the gay cowboys that's, like, where High Horse is playing over an existing performance? No. It's really good. I'll send it around.
3: Um, yeah, this... Oof, let's take a break, right? Okay. No, I mean, like, from all
2: stars. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa, um, we're going to take a break in the middle of talking about um, No, just Star in the middle of race. the
3: show. No. I feel like we need to let it build up a little bit. Let's retool it a little bit. You know
2: what? I'm in agreement there. Or give us a break in general with the show. Like, we're going straight back into um, another season of Drag Race next week.
3: Well, you know, it's kind of like... I remember last time this was going to happen, this happened. I was like, ugh, why are they doing this? But then it was because that season ended so terribly that they wanted to kind of like wash it out of your brain mm-hmm. and it's kind of like the same thing all over again you
2: know this season was so good until it wasn't
3: well besides i mean there was this finale manila getting kicked off and then also what felt like a month of just no change in the contestants right too many problems
2: too many problems but
3: yet we're so excited for season 11 because <clears throat> they gave us the guest judges which i was like not that amped about season 11 then they gave us Miley and I was more amped and then they gave us mm. the judges and I flew to the moon and I'm back here just in time to record this podcast okay
2: wow that was a quick trip should we play Care Don't Care
3: I mean it's America's favorite game
2: okay I'll go because I usually lead it right sure yeah yeah okay first you already mentioned her but Miley Cyrus we both care yes um, Candy Burris
3: I mean hello I've
2: never been more excited first housewife since Camille Grammer and
3: that like barely even counted
2: I know um cara delavine
3: i'll give you a care just based off the strength of paper towns
2: sure oh god (laughs) i forgot about that movie um yeah sure um guillermo diaz
3: i care because i just found out Um, he's a gay icon today
2: that he's gay yeah um i care um also he's in the new season of broad city i know
3: i didn't even realize that was him we discussed this too
2: yeah Clea Duval.
3: Love seeing Tom Sign Duvall guest Shut judging.
2: <laughs> care too. Fortune themster.
3: She's done it before, she'll do it again. Oh, care. she's done it before. Yeah,
2: she's been on Drag Race before. One time we should examine all the like Returners. returning judges. Yeah. Um, Tony Hale. Don't care. He's fine. I'm not mad.
3: Yeah. I just well, Arrested Development's coming back soon. And it's like It is yeah. again. So no, it's so it's season five, part two. They had season five, part one, which I didn't even watch a split second
2: of. Are they still filming and, like, everyone's filming in their (laughs) own locations?
3: (laughs) They're they're actually going to film it, like, all-star season four uh, finale.
2: Oh, my God. Great. Um, Cheyenne Jackson.
3: Done before. Did it again. I care more now because off of how much I liked Apocalypse.
2: And I've told the story on this podcast about how... He was, like, one of my gay awakenings, just Mm. seeing um, uh, photos of him in his uh, Xanadu costume.
3: Yeah, you have said that.
2: Um, You can go Google it. It's a lot of thighs. Um, Catherine Langford. Okay,
3: I'm going to have to say, I don't care. I don't know who this person is.
2: She is on 13 Reasons Why. Oh,
3: she was also in Love, Simon. Yeah, I care. Okay, I'll care now.
2: Uh, Maybe they'll do, like, a Love, Simon-themed thing. No,
3: they'll do, like... uh avengers infinity war theme thing when she's there don't worry
2: um natasha leone
3: care love a natasha leone wig
2: care the run theme better be russian doll
3: natasha leone wig runway couture
2: yeah yeah that might need to be workshopped but yeah sure <laughs> have you watched russian doll no we're planning on it I mean, oh yeah also. is that coming before or after Yeah, that and, well,
3: actually we were talking about russian doll and then Alice was like, maybe we should do Pose first because you're going to get yelled at. And I was like, yeah, I know.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's been like 84 years. Um, Joel McHale.
3: Care? Just because he livened up a few episodes of The Masked Singer this season, <clears throat> which this past week was a very mo- emotional Masked Singer episode, BT Dubs.
2: Oh, I haven't watched. Yeah. Okay. Only
3: good contestants are left, so it's actually like entertaining to watch them sing. Like last night's episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already watched? Mm-hmm. last night.
2: Weird. Yeah. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark.
3: She's back. Back, back, back. I care.
2: Um, Bobby Moynihan. I care. Um, I'm b- I'm about to butcher her name. Mariah. Mariah Yeah. <laughs> um I care. Well, yeah,
3: she's probably there with Adam Rapon. Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah, and we care about that too.
2: Um Sidel Noel.
3: Okay. This person I don't know, she's an actress and athlete. That's quite the double threat.
2: Um, let's see. She's from Black Panther.
3: Okay, I'll care. Maybe uh, Monet will pop in.
2: <laughs> Do we think Black Panther will win this week? No. Oh, I mean the Oscars.
3: Yeah, it's not going to win, right? Um,
2: <laughs> Tiffany Pollard. Oh, Couldn't care more. I mean,
3: we've been waiting. She actually has an amazing What's the Tea podcast episode, and I haven't listened to that in a very long time. Mm-hmm. But Rondo walked to that episode, and I feel like that's when Root realize like oh you need to be judging on the show
2: i feel like the um the path to people being on what's the tea then getting them actually on Mm. the show is too long of a path They need to really Uh, oh yeah get it down
3: well because like the what's the tea episode we're hearing is from like a year ago Mm -hmm. and then drag race is from like the next year
2: yeah (laughs) um uh, adam Rapon, we already said gina rodriguez she's coco
3: I care. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> um, uh, Troy Sivan. Care. I care. Hopefully they do a Troy Sivan song, uh, which they won't do because they don't do that anymore, apparently. Yeah. Um, Wanda Sykes.
3: Legend. Care.
2: Care. Um, Amber Valletta. Valletta. Famously
3: Valletta? Rob Valletta's sister from Vanderbilt Rules. Care. Really? <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> That's insane. Um, Lena Waithe.
3: Modern day LGBTQ icon. Care, care so
2: much. Ooh, um, I have a good challenge for that too. Something based on her Met Gala look, like uh, something rainbow yada yada. No, it's gonna be based
3: on a Sarah <laughs> Jessica Parker Met Gala look.
2: Um, Travis Wall.
3: Don't know who that is, but I've cared so much. I might I'm as just well just care. care. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, and then not a judge, but making a special guest appearance, like a
3: Nancy Pelosi esque. Boop boop
2: boop boop. More like Alex Trebek. Boop 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 boop. Um, Rachel Maddow.
3: I. Care so much. Do I watch still... her every morning. Oh, you do. Yeah, when we're like eating our eggs.
2: Oh, nice. Yeah, cool. Uh,
3: like, is was there a don't care in, in the bunch? Um, no, no. This is as Geogun once said. This is a place for legends.
2: Did she once say that?
3: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. Drag Race coming back next week.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> can't wait. And we're, we're going to have to figure out. <laughs> out what we're doing there. But We're
3: going to be dipping toes in there. Bravo and
2: VH1 is trying to kill this podcast by their scheduling. I know.
3: Can't Bravo, much like they have absorbed Project Runway, absorb this as well?
2: Well, that won't necessarily fix it. It could. Okay, but they're still... Even them putting a show, I don't know. I we can't get into it, but yeah, we're gonna figure it out for you.
3: Sure. Okay, let's do as of Atlanta.
2: Um, kind of Whew. a snooze of an episode. A snoo.
3: We got snooze. We got good. We got snooze. We got good this week. Yeah. So get your, get
2: your sleeping. Get your cup of coffee. Get Ooh, some
3: caffeine.
2: Set your alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dumbest thing. Yeah.
3: Okay. Um, I don't even know or care. Okay. Actually, let, well, post vacation, I've realized this is like a common problem. Because, like, we've seen these women together 24 7, mm-hmm. and the post vacation episode is always them checking back in with their family,
2: which I don't need, you know? I only usually I'm interested in like
3: one of the six storylines. The one I was interested in the most here was, you guessed it, candy bars.
2: <laughs> yeah, this was interesting, and like Todd is bad. Yeah,
3: um, although the thing I it, it, he is not um. Really embracing the surrogacy journey. But in like a really
2: weird way. I
3: know. But you know, I have to like, to his defense, like as a gay person, like who might possibly have children in the future, like thinking about like adoption and surrogacy, like both are like challenging things. Mm -hmm. And like for a straight person who can just bonk and then have a baby the next day, Mm -hmm. It's like not really something that the you next have...
2: day. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> like you don't have to think about all these different challenges. So, like, I think the challenges may be overwhelming him. Right, but his bit. solution
2: is you take care yeah. of the surrogacy. I'll check out.
3: Yes, that's not the, That should not be the solution, right? Uh, and Doctor Jackie, Jackie, I think really smoothed it all over.
2: Yeah. Introducing Which
3: them to this very nice woman.
2: Makes me want to pop into um, Married to in Medicine.
3: I know. And there's been many a call for us to do that. It's on Hulu.
2: <laughs> I think after you watch Pose.
3: And <laughs> Russian Doll.
2: This is like, bo- Pose is the new Jamie cooking lesson, <laughs> but it gives me <laughs> faith that it one day might happen.
3: Just keep the faith alive. Uh, okay.
2: The Nene and Greg shit is a lot. It's, so at the beginning, yeah, it's just depressing to me. But they seem to be bought better now. IRL. are they? Like yeah, today in 2019? Um, I think she said she addressed it on Stray Ann and Sarah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> good, 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 good. Um,
3: Eva and her fiancé are planning music, and Eva's a big Nicki Minaj fan. The fiancé wants trap music. Um, we have a double date with Shamari and Portia. Mm-hmm doing super mario
2: go-kart i liked that i like when they're doing like a activity in a (sighs) go-kart
3: the the problem is like shamari just like cannot carry a scene Uh, i like at the beginning of the season i thought she could but she lost it she cannot carry a scene okay cynthia and marlo are going over to support nini and even cynthia was saying in a confessional that
2: Nini could be a little more sensitive to Greg's situation. Mm. Have Nini... Have Marlo and Cynthia ever fought? I was just thinking. Like, have they ever had... Marlo like a- and Cynthia? Yeah.
3: No. Cynthia doesn't fight. Well, she did with Nini back in the day. Oh, yeah. But that was like Nini's... That was like a one-way street. That wasn't a two-way street. Like, right. I was just
2: thinking about like... Cynthia how many- was like,
3: there's a fucking contract. Like, what are you doing?
2: <laughs> the fact that you side with Cynthia on that is like psycho.
3: <laughs> I mean... <coughs> We have to abide by the contract.
2: (laughs) Uh, Such a lawyer.
3: We get a lot of drama with with Eva's three dresses. Mm -hmm. One of them is not possible because they don't make the fabric anymore. Oh,
2: gosh. What do you think this wedding is going to be like? I don't know. At least we're going to see it, I guess. I, like, don't... Yeah, we definitely do. I don't love, like... A bridezilla for like the sake of being a bridezilla on television. Yeah, hers seems like very put on. Mm-hmm. Um, like she's like leaning into the Eva the Diva brand from before yeah. a little bit.
3: Yeah, it's, it doesn't feel natural. Right. Okay, and then we're wrapping up this episode with a little helicopter to a a penthouse space where Lomo. And I am a proud little moster. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I actually have a bunch of her songs on my yeah, I on my think little I knew that About you,
2: this was so. It reminded me. You know what? It has cinematic parallels. Oh so my god! I know what you're gonna say. Kenny G. No. Oh what? Slade and Gretchen. Bro- oh. <laughs> oh oh oh! I get that too. I was gonna say Kenny G performing for <laughs> Kim, Kim <laughs> in that in the middle of that room. <laughs> But I see Slade and Gretchen too. Hello, there was a freaking helicopter there too. Oh, I think Gretchen supported Carol. I oh, know she didn't. Gretchen was supporting someone in the comments. <laughs> okay. uh, but yeah, I mean Lil
3: Mo singing along as he gets down on one knee. I loved it. Yeah. That was like that was a, a fun shock to me.
2: Portia just continues to have like this VIP um, season, MVP season, not VIP.
3: I think it's also VIP. Like, I think Bravo and the producers and everything are really loving Portia.
2: Maybe she's feeding them hot dogs. That's why the producers like her so much. Just (laughs) unlimited hot dogs for the cast and crew. That sounds great, actually.
3: Okay. Um, yeah.
2: This was really
3: a a schnoozer episode. (sighs) But... Thankfully, we had Vanderbump Rules.
2: Vanderbump Rules. Before we, like, get into it, get into it, should we play a call that we actually missed last week um, with uh, Lucy's experience at a DJ James Kennedy performance? What do you call it? Performance? Here in New York
3: City. He may not be back in See You Next Tuesday, but he is an international DJ.
2: Yeah, because New York is famously international from L.A.
3: Yeah. So here is Lucy and Friends. Yeah.
0: Hi, Come Through Queen. It's Lucy and some friends, Jackson and Kim. We're recording live outside of Cipriani's after seeing DJ James Kennedy, air quotes, DJ. Yeah. A lovely event (laughs) at the public house. Jackson, how would you describe the crowd? Honestly, your co-worker's boyfriend
2: from New Jersey.
0: (laughs) Times a hundred. Littered.
2: Yeah, littered with.
0: (laughs) Kim, do you want to talk about the set itself? Uh, Set itself was background of the Gonzaga game and a bunch of people grinding (laughs) (laughs) to non-DJ James Kennedy music. There were a few technical difficulties where the the crowd booed. Yeah, multiple, multiple times, times Multiple oh, booths. and much like someone with a ghostwriter, he had a female DJ the whole time. He was like
2: telling her what to do, like play, <laughs> play this song, not play that song. Yeah. For that. <laughs> yeah,
0: but he was wearing a beautiful tie dye hoodie. It was cute, and gave us a begrudging hello as we smoked outside. So, all in all, worth the ten dollar cover.
3: Twenty dollars if you're a dude. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Hope that was satisfactory. Signing off.
3: Oh, Lucy and friends. Thank you so much.
2: Lucy, Lucy, Apple Juicy.
3: For paying that 10 or $20 cover at Public House. A bar I have not been to in the greater part of a decade.
2: A bar that I have not been to in three decades. <laughs>
3: three decades? <laughs> you went there as a baby? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um... Yeah, I I love how we're really seeing behind the curtain in that James is really there to do his three dance moves that he showed... Who was it? Was it Jax or Lisa? He showed someone, like, the different moves he does when he's DJing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And it seemed like the crowd was not really there for James. They were there for the Gonzaga game. (laughs) Could you,
2: like, imagine going to a bar like that? Just, like, not trolling a reality tv star mm, yeah
3: I, I mean to get to drag me out in 2019 like we went out this past weekend to stonewall we threw a few bricks Shut and up. <laughs> um i feel like i had my I, my winter quota filled
2: i was like i was very <laughs> ready to go home the moment the drag show ended
3: mm-hmm. Um, and that we did.
2: <laughs> I was just talking about that to somebody like today. I was like, "Wow, I like never go out to a bar you know, anymore." But like we used to be like fiends. We used to go out. Yeah, back <laughs> back even before like we were super close. When I first moved here, it was like, "Let's figure out where to go. What's what's the plan Friday night? Oh yeah,
3: another bar, what, another a, bar, another club. What neighborhood <laughs> are we doing
2: each night? Are we going? Are we going out to Brooklyn? Are like what are we doing? What's our plan?" We have to pre-game before we go out to the bars because we're poor.
3: I, I mean, I remember, like, fr- like on a Friday afternoon at work, being, like, frenzied, being like, what am I doing tonight? <laughs> yeah.
2: Very, like, very much on Gchat with people because it was, like, before, like, group texting was, like, a mm. thing. Oh, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Pre-group texting. Um,
2: and so just, like, being on, like, BBM or, like, Gchat, like, with people trying to figure out what you're doing that night. Beautiful memories, but I never want to go back there Now...
3: Again. I I wouldn't say you couldn't pay me, but I guess you could pay me if I was, like, doing a James Kennedy.
2: Maybe we should host a night. Yeah, at Public House. At a bar. (laughs) Um, No, like at Pieces.
3: At Pieces, yeah. Let's host a night at Pieces. Okay. Let us get into...
2: (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah, let us get into actual (laughs) Vanderpump Rules episode. A bar. (laughs) So... uh, (laughs) <laughs> the women are at that... Solvang, Sylvain, which is like a Dutch little town. Do they have these in every state? Because there's one in Georgia called Helen, Georgia.
3: Um, I know there's something like this in Pennsylvania.
2: Isn't that just Pennsylvania Dutch? Like the Amish mm-hmm. country? Mm-hmm.
3: No, but there's even like one that's not quite so branded to the Amish. The... <laughs>
2: your words really Um, you're trying to fight a war of words tonight (laughs) landing all over the place branded to the Amish Yeah, because the Amish people famously are expert branders and marketers
3: they're just trying to get their names out god Um, yeah I'm sure every state's got a little a little cutie town yeah but Jax we pick up also where Jax was like tending to the bar, just kind of cleaning items at the bar during that interview with Harry and James. And Jack's like, oh yeah, like, I'm leaving at four today. Mm-hmm. What are you doing there until 4 p.m.? He's got a lot of limes to cut. <laughs> there is no reason <laughs> for him to be there other than shooting the scene. He's cutting limes. I know, yeah, not yeah, 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 I mean, couldn't Harry be doing that?
2: Is Harry the brother? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. James and Harry, like Harry Potter.
3: <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Um, so we pick up with Duty and Solvangy. Uh, Duty can't get into her Instagram stories. She, like, forgot the password or something. How does that even happen? Um, Sheena is upset because she can't, like, talk to the girls about her problems. And I like Lala's confessional where she's like, I don't want my my shishi to become a mute. I love the
2: nickname <laughs> Shishi. I do too. Should we call you should we call you Day Day? Sure. Ew no, I hate that.
3: Um w- did you remember that Tom Tom used to be a sex shop? Yes. I didn't.
2: I remember Lisa and Ken going in there and like shooting a scene there. Okay. Also I like knew you know what I think it was? I think it was the sex shop that was owned by, and LA people, feel free to correct me, DJ Chichi LaRue, who's mm-hmm. a drag queen slash porn producer. Yeah, 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 I think she had a store on Santa Monica, and I sure. think that was the location.
3: I believe it. Okay. So while we're still in that weird store in Salvang Duty loses her shit over the fact that James is going to be DJing at pump. Oh my God. She storms out. She says, I'm just going to have to commit a murder. And then Brittany's like, I have her phone. So like, she just disappears and sans phone reappears later at dinner.
2: Well, she she knew where they were going. Yeah.
3: I mean like a producer's like corralling her. I'm guessing. Oh yeah.
2: True. Oh, Oh. My friend, who's a producer on the show, yeah. I remember specifically, like, she rarely ever posts from, like, filming. Yeah. But I remember specifically, she had a couple Snapchats of them in Sylvain. Oh. Like, back when it happened. How fun. So she was probably the producer who was yeah. wrangling yeah. duty.
3: <laughs> okay. um, We get. Peter's showing Harry how to bus. <laughs> how to pick up glasses from a table. Mm-hmm.
2: I like how to bus in the context of like bussy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're sick.
3: Um, <laughs> we also have Bo and Carter hanging with the boys. I didn't realize they were going to be invited for boys night.
2: Well, they are some of the boys.
3: Yeah. We also have a montage of Sheena saying Rob set to an operatic
2: tune once again the editors on this show are getting really great
3: they're having they're, they're having so much fun mm-hmm.
2: you know that green day song
3: They you we hope they have the time of their lives yeah. they sure they
2: are. are yeah
3: yeah okay so i feel like this whole boys night there is some hotel sponsorship here
2: Oh, yeah, they said Mondrian like a thousand times. They said
3: it a thousand times, but we got so many like shots of different parts of the hotel, like the lobby, that little bar on the roof. Mm -hmm.
2: It just like this was such a produced moment. Yeah. It almost felt as produced as like, remember when the housewives used to go away and like then they'd show like one scene of all the husbands hanging out together like back at home? It felt like that. And it felt like it felt produced so that like the producers were encouraging them to make it a little more rowdy than they were supposed to. Oh, than they would actually originally have. I
3: I was thinking I was focusing solely on the production of like advertising the hotel, Mm -hmm. not the event itself actually happening.
2: The event itself, it felt like Peter and it felt like Tom Sandoval was like helping the producers Mm. make it seem rowdy. Oh yeah, like did you see when he like. Busted open that bottle of champagne and was spraying it. Oh yeah, yeah in this yeah. hotel suite. Yeah, like rude. Did they put tarps down? No, no tarps. Um, Shorty
3: though, I think was not involved in the production. He was just lit. He was just yeah. in his James May tour t-shirt, <laughs> having the time of his life.
2: Did you see? Duty gave the James May um, shirt and onesie to Andy.
3: Oh yeah, Duty also had a star-making turn on Watch Watchmen's Live. She really did, and. Lisa acknowledged her. Yeah. And Lisa, that happy
2: birthday. Tribute. Um,
3: But speaking of duty. Sh- I mean, she bobs back to the restaurant. They're making fun of her for being an inflatable um, used car man. This is a narrative thing. that
2: I feel like is like. They're talking about it more because I was listening to Stassi's podcast when the witches we, uh, of WeHo were on recently mm. and they've talked about, they love running into Kristen in West Hollywood when she's driving because she has a convertible and it's just like limbs everywhere. <laughs>
3: <laughs> she is truly a baby giraffe Yeah, being born and like
2: finding her footing. Oh my God. Or like when, no, it's like two giraffes, one giraffes fight. You know how oh, they? I've knock... never seen them fight. Oh my god! That's, you have that's to scary. Google it. scary. I don't think I want to
3: see. They it. like knock necks. <laughs> that's duty falling at the <laughs> hotel. <Yeah. laughs> um, Kristen and Carter texting, and I like the little cinematic touch as well. That's more of the producers having fun. I
2: always love that.
3: Yeah, very Gossip Girl. Um, and then when Duty like storms out of the hotel, and Lala being worried that she's gonna fall down the brick staircase. <laughs>
2: Lala, but Do- protective mother hen.
3: But duty like storming out, making the phone call and storming back in felt like perhaps she was getting like a little side dish of pasta while she was out.
2: Out? In, <laughs> like in the leaves? Like out? out on, Like leaving the uh, hotel. Like on the sidewalk? Yeah. And by pasta you mean tequila.
3: Yeah. <laughs> by pasta I mean
2: a shot of tequila. No, a bump of tequila as they I said. Know, I, I know. <laughs> uh, I know.
3: I was leaving it to the imagination. Have we
2: talked about that clip on this podcast? That someone found somewhere? I don't... Maybe, but you gotta like, bring it back up. Um, Someone found a clip of Kristen a few seasons ago being upset and saying... I just need a bump of tequila. And so <laughs> oh, every, Yes! And yeah, so everyone thinks tequila is the actual code word for cocaine on this mm. show because there's tequila Katie and then there's that clip. Yeah. I need to find it. I need to do some Ooh, yeah, yeah, investigative yeah, yeah, yeah. LaToya Jackson uh, magnifying glass. Magnifying glass. Aka Alien. Yeah. <laughs> um
3: Okay. So Kristen Following. And then like Katie's really getting into it with her. Yeah,
2: Katie loves to yell.
3: Yeah. And then Stas, like Stasi and Ariana appear out of nowhere. Mm hmm. Because they're the best buds now.
2: The beautiful sisterhood, my favorite pairing. Love those blonde sisters. And it all, like, apparently Carter is awful to Kristen.
3: He doesn't pay the bills. We learn on Watch What Happens Live, he is a photographer's assistant.
2: Which, like, that's a good job. Maybe not for, like, someone, like, maybe he's a little old or he didn't start. I don't know. Mm. But I think that's, like, a good job. It's better than our internship here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is unpaid internship I've been doing for (laughs) three years.
3: I mean, we're not even getting any college credit (laughs) or anything. But speaking of Carter, so Bo and Jax are... Like, best buds, like, keeping an eye on each other. They want to do a little face sign with Brittany and uh, Stasi, which I think smooths things over a little bit. Mm-hmm. But when, like, Carter gets summoned to be on the phone, he really does not know how to play the game. Like, Bo has learned how to play the game in less than a season, and Carter's been around for years now and still does not know how to play the game. I
2: bet you that Bo actively watched this show before he became Stassi's boyfriend and I bet you Carter still to this day does not watch the show. Yeah. I don't think Carter knows how to turn on a television. Mm -hmm. You know?
3: He doesn't even know how to like mount a television in seven minutes or less. Yeah.
2: He's just a boy with a beard.
3: (sighs) It's it's a real beard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So that was it. Venerable Rules. Thrilling
2: episode. Thrilling episode. I think a lot of people have been saying, like, this season isn't as good Mm. or something. I'm always thrilled.
3: I love this concept of sending the girls on a vacation together. Yeah. Like, we've had group vacations with all of them plenty of times. This was a fun, different spin.
2: I loved it. And to go to a fun little Dutch town, I would love to hear from people in that town.
3: (laughs) Who were witnessing (laughs)
2: this? Yeah, just, like, man on the street, people in this, like, small town who... Witnessed Kristen Duty. Greatness. In the wild.
3: (laughs) Okay. Go make another cup of coffee real quick. Mm hmm. Because we're talking about Beverly Hills now.
2: It just. It wasn't the worst episode. Okay,
3: but here's. Did you watch the Renna episode of Watch Homens Live? Yes. Andy called it a sleeper episode i know isn't that wild <laughs> i was like andy that's for us to say he's getting you. more
2: like lucy goosey about, now
3: that he's a dad yeah
2: lucy juicy apple what is it lucy
3: goosey apple Juicy. lucy Lucy <laughs> apple
2: goosey i don't even. <laughs> i just butchered that three times
3: um vanderbilt and kyle are getting botox in beverly hills everyone's got a do something. <laughs> I, if
2: I were Vanderpump and Kyle was filming me that close for her like effing Instagram story mm. I would be pissed.
3: Yeah. I didn't care about any of this. But Dorit, Erica and Renna going out to, <clears throat> to lunch together and Dorit like when Dorit's response to Erica ordering a beer she said I, I drank a beer as a young girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh and then we get like a lot of flashbacks, like a, like a unrecognizable Dorit. Uh Lisa Rena having the time of her life as a child.
2: Oh yeah, I love the sisterhood that is Lisa Rena and Erica.
3: They are right now. R- r- they came into the season like we are ride or die.
2: It feels like they're the living embodiment of the gif of Erica say, I'm going to give the gays everything they yeah. want. Yeah. She like really, like I felt that, you know?
3: Well, I feel like this is very calculated on Erica's part. She's like, they love rena Like the, the population.
2: Right. But did we all love rena like last season? Yeah, I guess we did.
3: Uh, I mean, it was a snooze and this is the Renaissance right now. Right. Um, but like Red never been like in bad graces with the community.
2: she was after Munchausen's briefly,
3: yeah, a little bit, but like
2: but not like to gay people, yeah it's like this is like the divide we talk about, mm. like we have hats, gay pe- yeah, gay people we're just looking to be entertained, yeah hats are looking to like be your friend, be your friends, like yeah, see yeah. a role model. Mm -hmm. Um, and I like, I like situations where people can be both like Jackie and we'll get to that in New Jersey. Oh my God.
3: can't wait. Okay. Erica Jane truly showing the contract that they signed doing Lisa Renna drag.
2: I was the (sighs) first one to point that out and I hate that you stole that from me. Just kidding. What
3: do you want? What do you want?
2: Like like, money
3: from me? (laughs) She literally
2: looks like if... Lady Bunny decided to do Lisa Rinna oh, okay. drag, yeah, yeah. like a drag take on Lisa Rinna in that confessional mm-hmm. with the big, it's like big hair but it's short. Yeah, big hair don't care. And that leopard print. Oh my god. Um. P.S. Sarah Haynes wore leopard print for Lisa Rinna today on Strand and Sarah, which I've now mentioned three times. So. Ooh, I mean,
3: you're real, are you like part of the ABC Disney family? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Sharon and
2: Sarah it. is like the Vanderpump rules to The View's Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. What the
3: fuck are you saying? <laughs> Stop saying Sharon and Sarah. Enough. <laughs> All right. Denise Richards at home. This actually was one of the more interesting parts of this episode because this is the first time where we are Seeing diving her, into Denise. Yeah.
2: We're like meeting her kids. Um, I was confused by her home. I just like the way the angle we saw had me confused. Like, the kitchen into, like, the dining room. I
3: feel like this is a, um, what's the right word for this? It's not frugal. It is a smart money investment.
2: You're getting getting the location, the area code, without spending all the money on the space. Yes. We got four bedrooms. It's like how I live in Hell's Kitchen.
3: We got a room for everyone. Maybe not a guest room.
2: Right. Um, and we're living happy. He, but to me, like the angle that it showed it, like the house could have been like a Vanderpump rule sized apartment, or it Mm. could have been like a mansion Mm -mm. from what we saw on the inside. Um, we get Charlie Sheen on the phone, which they're going to do this every episode, aren't they? They're going to reel him in somehow. Kudos
3: to him for agreeing. Yeah. Like supporting his family.
2: Yeah, um, when were you allowed to date? it I know it's different than uh, I wasn't trying to date. I know, but like, were there any rules in your family? Like, she has no. the rule at sixteen.
3: I'm sure my parents, if I said I have a girlfriend, would have done a backflip. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so there were no rules, and also it's different. Well, it's different for like boys and girls in some families. Yeah. So, there's rules in the Denise household.
2: Yeah, she has to be 16, her daughter. Her daughter can't even go to a dance with a, with a boy, which I think is weird. Yeah. Like, I went to, I think I got invited to my first, like, Sadie Hawkins-type dance sophomore year. And I must have mm-hmm. only been, like, 15.
3: Anne Hathaway and Ivanka Trump were famously at one of my semi-formal dances in high school.
2: You're their contemporary? <laughs> I'm like, oh, that is the shock to you. (laughs) Well, no, it's like, Anne Hathaway's been famous for so long Mm -hmm. that, like, you automatically think she's a little older than she is, right? Does that make sense in your brain? No,
3: because she's my (laughs) contemporary.
2: She is. Let's let's
3: take her to the Wikipedia. She is my contemporary.
2: But she's been famous. She's a year older than me. She's been famous since she was, like... Fifteen, right? Yeah. How long ago was Princess Diaries? She was probably younger.
3: No, she wasn't because you know you always like are a little older than the role you're playing. Not always. But yeah. So but don't worry, I was not dating anyone. (laughs) So
2: (laughs) you were dating Ivanka. Um which works out because you voted for her dad. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember. I loved. I think I like really tried to make that a narrative in 2016. Like this narrative that Dan's a Trump supporter. That's so sad. I know. <laughs> uh, should we talk about the like? The, oh,
3: Denise addressed the the rumors about Eloise. Oh yeah, being Charlie Sheen being the dad. So I'm glad she like. Took care of that.
2: Same. Yeah. Agreed.
3: Uh, th- quickly. We did, I didn't get, like, enough screen time with Aaron, but, like, is he probably the most attractive h- husband on this show?
2: Um, I know there's a lot of Mauricio ride or dies, but... Mauricio
3: is, like, corn on the cob to me. Corn He's so corny. Corn
2: on Oh. Um, yeah, I think he is. I was looking at pictures of him because I was trying to... Find the pictures of him with um, Nicolette and stuff like mm. that. And
3: yeah, he's hot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Teddy and Renna climbed a Dusty Hill. They talked about their acting careers. We learned about the Teddy uh, being told like, she has to lose 10 pounds. We're, we also learned that Teddy went from 40 clients to 500
2: women. She's going to bring up these clients every two seconds. Where
3: are the men? Does I she have a single man? That she's holding accountable. I'm sure there's a. She called. She said, "I have 500 women." Oh. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else you have to say about that? No. Because the fucking agency commercial, I could have dealt with hitting the chopping room floor.
2: I know. Like you said, they needed. They need to do a Beverly. I mean, a New Jersey style, like shorten and. Yeah,
3: let's do a quick. 16 to 18 episodes.
2: Yeah, but the Beverly Hills women, like, demand... They demand
3: 22. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you
2: that's stipulated on a lot of their contracts.
3: And Ren is saying, like, this is a double season this year.
2: Oh, yeah. She said that on Strand and Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw this glass at you. <laughs>
3: Uh, and then we get Rena and Amelia talking about the eating disorder. So we get like two eating disorder things in one episode. That was
2: like a nice scene though. It was nice, but I would like
3: love for it to not involve the children.
2: Yeah. The only like really weird cut in there. Did you notice that they like randomly included a clip from the Catherine Edwards season? Yes. (laughs) And it was like, was it being shady towards Rena? It was, like, her refusing food. food. Yeah. And it was, like... But, like, she was saying, in the scene, like, I've never had those issues. Yeah. So, it was, like... That was, like, a yeah, kind weird. of dirty edit, in my opinion. We
3: also got another clip, a flashback clip of Trisha Paytas. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay, so then we go to that boring-ass... Pastry making thing that LVP skipped.
2: We learned a lot there, though. What did we learn? We learned about the Nicolette Sheridan formerly dating aaron denise's yes husband and then also formerly dating harry hamlin i think
3: we knew the harry hamlin michael bolton stuff like she has said michael She's, bolton on this show
2: yeah but we learned off the show the next morning that nicolette sheridan has also been with a couple people Catherine edwards mentioned her again her husband mm. and then um eileen's husband's brother, brother. So Eileen's brother-in-law. Give Nicolette a diamond. Yeah, throw her on there. Like, please. Give her a cubic zirconia. And I checked in. And, like, she is working. Like, she's on Dynasty, I think. Oh,
3: yeah, but that's, like, how long is that going to last? I don't know. I mean, it's been on for several seasons, right? I would say, like, two, maybe. Yeah. Um, But we're also checking into Villa Blanca. Which, having been there, it's, like, a miracle that they could get a shot that looks good. Yeah. The ceilings are
2: so low. It's such a... And they're trying to, like, I think they're trying to revitalize it Mm -hmm. because all of the focus has turned to the West Hollywood. yeah. And it's like, of course it has because people can hit all three of those and they're like fun and young. This is like yawn over there and look up at a dirty ceiling.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But Jiggy, needing a pacemaker.
2: Um... That's so wild. And, like... Poor Jakey. Poor Lisa. Yeah. Um,
3: But Lisa Vanderpump is also talking more about Dorit, giving Lucy Lucy apple juicy up to the woman who then gave it to a kill shelter. Say that again. She brings up Lucy Lucy again. Yeah, I mean... Giving the dog to someone else who then gave it to a shelter.
2: We're going to get this Lucy Lucy this entire season, I think.
3: Yeah. Uh, we check in with Mikey.
2: How old is Mikey? I have no concept. My someone had said something about Mikey. Was it on like another podcast I listened to? I don't know about how their theory of why Erica's looks aren't as good. this season is because Mikey was working on like something Mm. related to the pussycat dolls.
3: Oh, like a pussycat dolls comeback. Yeah. That sounds familiar. Um, but my- but Mikey worked in the original Pussycat Dolls. Mikey was in early OC. Is Mikey like forty five?
2: No, people. He he might be your contemporary. Oh! <laughs> you are my <laughs> contemporary. Yeah, I, as I get older, the the. Years between us get closer in a way, you know.
3: <laughs> That's <laughs> a big. Oh my god. Okay, let. Okay, we're on a fucking page, which you did some detective work. Care of Reddit.
2: Oh yeah, I found somewhere online, um, <laughs> the dark web that they they served us this private jet situation and basically impl- like, made it look like we were flying. From Beverly Hills to the Bahamas in this private jet. Yeah. No. Also, that would be that would be a long time for like that's kind of a small space. Mm. Um, no, they probably fly flew commercial to Miami and then went from Miami to the Bahamas in the private jet. Behind when they're getting on the plane, you can see like there's a map and it has like clearly Miami with the routes to the Bahamas. Mm. So. There's that. The jig is up. So (laughs) that's the question you asked about why didn't Erica give the plane, her plane, which is substantially bigger. Mm -hmm. Oh, I thought this was her plane. No, this was like a branded Bahamas plane. It was like the Bahamian or something and it like... Well, maybe Mr. Girardi was using it. Do you remember when we actually were on Erica's plane that one time to Europe, to Amsterdam? It was when Rinna and kim like they had like lost footage that someone was filming with their phone and it was rena and kim fighting and it was the precursor mm. to no it wasn't the precursor because erica jane wasn't there yet but it was the precursor to something to some big fight they were having anyways yeah that's the that's the tea so we're
3: just jabbing each other on this private chat. Mm. lisa's taking it too far who cares
2: yeah, Lisa like is joking with Dorit that she just want to stay with her because she, she's farting and burping farts and and, burping and snoring and yada yada yada.
3: At least we'll be in Bahamas next
2: week, which looks good. It looks good. There's a clip already online of Denise Richards showing oh. up to. Um, it's they're all getting drinks in Lisa's Vanderpump's room, which means like in this huge suite with like a private bar. Everyone shows up in like a look. <laughs> and then Denise shows up in like a perfectly, a sleep,
3: like a sleepover look,
2: like a perfectly respectful, like tank top and short situation. Yeah, and everyone, all of the women, are like, huh.
3: it, It's so good,
2: I know, but like, I've noticed that about her every time she's shown up, she's just like in living, a regular living her life, yeah, regular which woman. I think is good in a lot of ways because, like. Remember when Taylor would complain about how much money it costs to be on the show? Because mm-hmm. they always have to have, like, new looks and sure. this and this and this. I like that Denise is just bringing us Denise. Yeah, give us, like, a jersey. Just, like, roll out of bed. Yeah, Dolores Cantano. Dolores.
3: <laughs> Speaking of, let us roll on over to New Jersey.
2: So I watched the final segment of the New Jersey episode, like, three times in a row last night. Okay.
3: Before we get to that, oh, we did we? N- yeah. we did not even talk about the finale episode, I just have a few bullet points Yeah, to just address. Danielle demanding from start to finish, like before the party and at the party, that Teresa backs her up is so scary.
2: There are rumors online that Danielle has something on Teresa. Yeah. Do you think it's Shrek?
3: <laughs> yes. She has the cure to turn him into a real man from a green monster. <laughs> And she demands Teresa back her up <laughs> to get the cure, the antidote. Okay. That, qu- you probably forgot about this, but that quick little montage of Jackie giving her mom a makeover.
2: I didn't forget about this. I love that little montage. Put her on the cover of AARP. I love that she wanted to be on the cover of AARP. <laughs> I mean, that
3: was actually a good, like we've seen a few of these things before, but that was a makeover.
2: Yeah. Jackie's mama outsold. Make um, her a thing. Don't make Marge Sr. a thing. Yeah. Make Jackie Sr. a thing. <laughs> Jackie's.
3: <laughs> okay. Um that hibachi thing with Jen and the kids was a nightmare. Agreed. And it was also one of many. And like there's more of the, these antics in the reunion of like the editing tricks being insane. Like there's so much conversation during the hibachi that's interspliced with, like, they've eaten their food, the chef's coming out, they've eaten their food,
2: the chef's, like, cooking, Mm-hmm. dirty dishes. It's like, well, they do this a lot. Like, there was a scene earlier on, I think, when Jackie and Dolores hung out, not in this episode, in a bunch of episodes before, where someone pointed out that, like... Dolores had a necklace at one point and then was missing a necklace <laughs> at one point after that, and then went back on to having a necklace, and Dolores like, responded, yeah, my necklace broke. But they were like going back and forth as liberally as they wanted.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Other other things from the finale. Just that 23andMe promo with ZMLS. She does not have a missing sister. According to 23 Me. that missing sister still could not have taken Possibly taking the test as well, right? So
2: TBD. But they're like finding criminals these days with twenty three. I know me. it's
3: like a little bit of a, a little, a little. It's uh, like not thing going on,
2: not ethically great, right? <laughs> I don't know things about law, but I assume.
3: Um, okay. The finale. Pushing, Marty your husband's in the pool. In, your husband's in the pool.
2: This is the moment that. She became a housewife. Margaret became... No, not just a housewife. She became a one legend. of the like <laughs> legends. The delivery of your husband's in the pool.
3: Who threw my ass in the pool? Me and my husband.
2: And just walking away. <laughs> chef kiss will go down in history. People will be putting it on mugs. You made it nice. Your husband's in the pool. Your
3: husband's in the pool. Oh my God. Like just sauntering out in that back swept updo
2: and i mean joe joseph's joe stud
3: standing by her woman
2: i think joe joseph's is the hottest housewife's get husband out. of all time
3: <laughs> Aaron is shaking right now <laughs> um and that was it
2: but we have the reunion yeah
3: so let's take a quick break and then we'll get into the reunion Reunion. The best reunion since the fall of Hadra. You think? Not including New York, because every second of New York is amazing.
2: Yeah. Since the fall of Hadra, I guess you might be right. Yeah. Because I think, like, Dallas is amazing, but doesn't have the Dallas has never had a good reunion. reunions. Because Andy's like, let's get this done in three hours.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I mean, Potomac Reunions are okay, but they're not, like... I did like... Anything to write home about. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you might be right since the fall of Phaedra. Yeah. Fall with the PH.
3: Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're kind of kicking off the introductions with Annie bringing up the deportation. But he's like, oh, we'll talk about this more later.
2: I know. Wild.
3: Um. I wonder if Shrek was already in the picture. No. I think back... Wasn't back in the day we were like, oh, oh yeah, because they filmed this in like December.
2: Yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Have has Shrek met Melania?
3: Maybe. Maybe he was at the I Don't Wanna Grow Up party. I
2: don't wanna grow up.
3: I have my toys arresking. Um kick it off like every good reunion with um plastic surgery talk.
2: Oh god. They love to talk about this.
3: Do they love to? They? Well
2: no, I mean not they. The producers <laughs> love to talk about this. But I was surprised because Dolores talked about a facelift and not about, impl- she didn't call it an implant, but. A redistribution of wealth. A redistribution. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was interesting. Um, I love one of the first montages being Margaret Joseph's Wonderful Woman.
2: <laughs> the most charitable queen. Yeah. And we got a lot of Polly. I love Polly. Bring Polly in. She
3: should, like, she and Danielle should both get it. A moment on the couch,
2: I think that like Polly could be a good fit for this, yeah. Group, like, Polly needs to move out of New Jersey, move to I mean, move into New Jersey yeah. from Oklahoma. It'd be a great narrative, yeah.
3: Um, we kind of touched down on Jackie and Jen watching the show beforehand, like having preconceived notions. And Jackie says she did not have preconceived notions. It's like, Yo, yeah, you did, you did. Um, but then Jen was not proud to be in Oklahoma. I <laughs> there's a whole okay with Jen. She can't even like string a sentence together. Yeah, it
2: felt like she was talking so much. I would have loved that Oklahoma trip and I would have volunteered to stay in that camper. Yeah, you would. Like that's the best. You get your own free space. Mm-hmm. You have an area to if you want to have a glass of wine before bed or whatever. Sure. You get your own bathroom. Yeah. Jackie and Melissa, Zia stayed together, right? Yeah, but they, I wouldn't they're, want that. they're two sisters. I mean, like, I don't mind staying with somebody, but still, it's more ideal to stay in the camper. Yeah. And then, like, the ghosts come out and shake it at night.
3: Yeah. I don't think there's ghosts out there. It's probably, like, there's cattle. There's ghosts everywhere. It's like, ca- the ghosts have bigger fish to fry.
2: Ghosts of cattle. Um, so,
3: Annie, I'm glad they kept this to a minimum. Like, checking in with the kids. It was like, bum, 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 bump done.
2: Oh, Yeah. We found out that Frankie's single again. Yeah, which for did the record, you know that you know I this? knew. Yeah, <laughs> I.
3: <laughs> but Frank Senior is building a house for David, which
2: I don't love because I want Dolores and Frank Senior to get back mm. together.
3: There is photographic proof that Dolores and David have kissed once,
2: and they went on a vacation, allegedly to. Did it say Italy?
3: I don't know. Uh, but Dolores won't move in until she has a ring.
2: Which good I mean, that's fine, right? Yeah. I mean, you're living out of wedlock right now, so <laughs> it's,
3: it's just like the modern day, baby. That's how it is. I don't know. Living in sin. Uh multiple sins. So we we get like Jen trying to pin down Margaret as to how long the affair was, the the Joe Josephs affair on jan josephs
2: oh wasn't she also trying to pin down how long marge senior was with um well marge joseph (laughs) senior marge
3: (laughs) senior apparently was with joe joseph senior for like 15 years (laughs) which is a little bonkers
2: yeah i my favorite things about when margaret and jen fight is margaret calling her the cocktail queen (laughs) because like it's like not like a huge insult but it's like a fun dig it's,
3: it's also like kind of fun how like Teresa kind of touched on this in the finale like Marge like Marge gets into her antics stone cold sober
2: I know <laughs> for
3: better or for worse
2: I guess like that's kind of maybe that's just like the fantasy life she's made for herself like I'm gonna have fun regardless yeah. by like stirring up this like fun drama yeah and becoming a queer icon Um,
3: the MAGA jumps out a little bit with Dolores when, uh, when Jen says, you can sleep with all these slutty American girls and then marry a Turkish girl. And then Dolores is like, do not talk about America. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Um, okay. Teresa didn't know what a mail order bride was.
2: Either did Melissa. Didn't she say that? Oh, did Melissa not know? I think she also. I think she's that on Watch Robin's Live, actually. Oh, I missed that. I didn't see that episode. It was with her and Mark and Suelos. Yeah.
3: Um. And I'm just loving Marge being in the power position here in that seat next to Andy. In the
2: seats, also just like, she, I could see her overcoming. And I know we have our OGs locked in, like mm. I said at the beginning of this episode. But like, what if she took, Tree's, OG spot?
3: I mean, that would require Zia and Dolores leaving the show as
2: well. Mm, I guess. But, like, Dolores is never going to be OG. I love, love love her with all my heart, <laughs> but, like, really. She's not an OG. She's, like, best supporting actress. Mm. Um, I guess you you have a point about Zia. Yeah. But Zia doesn't even want it. Yeah. Marge wants to be standing up there with Nini yeah. and Vicky.
3: <laughs> she wants to be on the Mount
2: Rushmore. <laughs> Okay.
3: When and then they're yelling at Teresa for for not defending the necklace, and Teresa's just like too confused, and she's like, and then she admits like she was checked out, and Andy's like, yeah, she's checked out.
2: She just doesn't know where she is. It's I. It's really it's, her mind was on Shrek. <laughs> yeah, she had bigger <laughs>
3: Shreks to fry. Um, and then Jen was really annoyed with the fact that people were fixating on
2: the sixteen bathrooms
3: rather than the basketball court or the beautiful
2: outdoor space (laughs) Sixteen? where do you even put 16 bathrooms so how many bedrooms so we're gonna say every bedroom has a bathroom
3: every bedroom has a bathroom and every kid has a bedroom and there's five kids there's only five i thought there were like it feels
2: like there is here's my rule here's my rule you don't need more than three
3: with the five kids And the two of them, I don't blame them for having... No, no, not
2: not bathrooms. Kids. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And I say that. I say that as the fourth child. You know, I have...
3: Like, for a while, I was, like, three, 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 three. And, like... Now you're down to, like, one? No. I would not only want one. But, like, I could, like... I'm, like, cool with two. Yeah. I just, like... I'm the fourth, four sounds in I can't even imagine having four.
2: It sounds insane well, call up Mary Lou Davis, I know, and but that's like a different time that's a different time, yeah,
3: like in th- in this century, having four seems like a lot,
2: yeah, but, but like the D-D-D-Duggers, the duggers they've got like 18. yeah, but I don't think they are the model, you know what, I bet the duggers have. They have 18 kids. I bet not... I bet they have less bathrooms than Jen. <laughs> yeah, probably. By, like, a substantial amount.
3: Yeah. Okay, the, this was, like, maybe Jackie's low point And not her fault when, like, Andy was, like, making her give out sex in the city rules. It felt so corny. Oh,
2: yeah. I didn't like that.
3: Okay. But then we get Jackie's history. She practiced law from 2001 to 2008... And then she got the column.
2: That was a little, I was like, so you left your law career for a column and like. Well, I mean, it sounds to me, it sounds like she left the
3: law career when she started having kids, which makes sense.
2: Oh yeah. Cause what year are we in? How old are her kids? We're in 2000.
3: I mean, they filmed 2008. So that's 10 years.
2: Oh yeah. And her kids are around that age. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, Raider Girl. I love Raider Girl.
3: There's so really no good explanation. And like, Annie tried a little bit, but not hard enough to like suss out...
2: Why she was at that signing with Teresa? No. Oh.
3: Why did she and her sister not talk for 15 years?
2: Yeah. There's something there. There is something there. 100%. But then like... Teresa tried to play some sort of like, oh, she doesn't even talk to her sister situation and use it against her. I was like, we just watched how many seasons of you fighting (laughs) with your brother and like not speaking to him.
3: How can you do that? I think in Teresa's mind, like the fact that she's fighting is better than no communication. Right. But like between seasons, I feel like there was a lot of no
2: communication. Sure.
3: Sure. Sure. And then she cut out the cancer with Kath. So, (laughs) okay. Then we get to the highlight. Jackie versus Teresa.
2: Yes. Well, we've been,
3: what we're here for, what we've been waiting for.
2: It was so good. I watched it three times.
3: Jackie, she had three coming after her, but she could have taken the whole room.
2: Yeah. She could have taken Andy and five women. Agree. And Teresa just like, <laughs> doesn't know where she is. <sighs> um,
3: when, when, when Jackie says like, when Teresa starts talking about the column and like defending Jen, when Jackie's like so smug, like very minimal energy. She's like, you don't even read it.
2: Right? It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, th- I sent this to our group chat yesterday, but like this entire fight reminded me of the quote from Nancy Pelosi's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy Pelosi will cut your head off and you won't even know you're bleeding.
3: <laughs> I mean, Jackie did it. Yeah, she
2: did that. Which like Meghan McCain loves to quote all the time because like suddenly mm. she's like a Nancy Pelosi fan. How weirdly. Weird. Um But yeah, I love that.
3: And I'm so glad we got the picture. The picture of Jackie with two kids in the arms. So happy to be with Teresa. And she came ready. Yeah. When she gave the breakdown. I was walking past a shoe store. Where there were four people in line. And I went to go see what was happening. And it was a Teresa book signing. And I watched the show. So I wanted to meet her. Was... But, and then <laughs> Teresa's like, yeah, of course you gotta give the dig like four people. <laughs> <Where am I? laughs> beautiful,
2: beautiful. And then
3: spinning it, like Teresa calling her a stalker. Jackie saying, how am I stalking you if I I mean, she didn't say... she said this in fewer words like, define stalker because her point is I saw you one time. Like, right. I... <laughs> and then <laughs> spinning it that anyone who goes to it, Teresa Giudice meet and greet event
2: is a stalker is a
3: stalker is a loser is a freak (laughs) which is like the perfect spin
2: um can we talk about a different spin zone moment (laughs) that didn't work out as well what teresa asking um jackie if she's hungry oh right after the talk (laughs) about jackie talked about her eating disorder Well, i'm sure
3: like that is some editor trickery like, we all know that this is filmed twelve in a 12-hour right, day. of course.
2: But right after in the show. Yeah, in the show. And I felt like, and I don't think I'm alone here, I felt like Dolores and Jennifer jumped in to save her from what was going to be a potentially horrible situation. Yeah. Like, because Dolores was automatically like, oh, that's not what she meant. And then Jennifer jumped in. Instead with, She thirsty. meant thirsty. Yeah. I
3: feel like of Teresa did not know what she was doing Mm -hmm. and maybe 25% did. I see that. Like we already had the conversation about the food and like the wires got crossed. Right. Like, so she brought that up while trying to like use a saying, but it got like all screwed up.
2: Right. Um, We sort of glossed over this, but speaking of tricky editing... Oh, yeah. The thing that happened with Melissa and Dolores, where Dolores was asked more than once what she thinks about (laughs) Melissa. And then she was asked point blank, so you kind of hate Melissa. And there was like a weird pause in the editing Mm -hmm. that made it sound like um, Dolores was considering that thought in her head and that she actually might hate Melissa.
3: We love Dolores in this household. But she does not come across... Well on this reunion.
2: I know. Except for when Jackie called her the most charitable woman I know. Yeah. It's she gets this loyalty is the hill that she will die on. Yeah. She'd rather be loyal to a longtime friend than anything else. Which like I that's like an Italian asset, right? Mm, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Italians love to be loyal.
3: Yeah.
2: Um so
3: so then we're talking about The whole comment Jackie made with Joe being in jail, using that as the you-don't-control-your-husband discussion point. And then when Teresa says, (laughs) she has no compassionate. And this other moment, this moment where Jackie's like, she has no compassionate.
2: She just keeps on repeating it.
3: I have no compassionate. I have no (laughs) compassionate. And And like you could see Melissa like... Almost like hitting her laughing.
2: (laughs) Oh, I love that.
3: Oh my god. But then like Zia was asleep for a while. But then once that all came up, like she woke up. Yeah. And then we're kind of like back to square one. But I think it's a little different. Because I feel like Zia, now with like the support of Jackie, is having like a real argument. Whereas before it felt like... More
2: acting, right? Zia though also on Watch Street's Live, said that she was at Teresa's house two days before the reunion filmed, like eating pasta.
3: Yeah, but that doesn't surprise me.
2: But like, they both came in, or Teresa at least came in guns a blazing.
3: But I think the guns are blazing because she's sitting next to Jackie, mm. supporting her. I think when like she's o- over with Antonia, like,
2: well, the guns aren't blazing. Zia seemed surprised at the energy.
3: Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, I love the reunion. Imagine, like, having to sit and fight with, like, your relatives like that for 12 hours. Wild. Yeah. Well, that is it. Mm. Can't wait
3: for parts two and three. And it looks like even part two is going to be great. There's somewhere to look forward to. I
2: know. And Andy's really hyping that there's a three-part. Because we've been a two-part for two years? Or just one year?
3: probably two
2: brendan who is our freak of the week the freak of the week is not a person but a picture Mm. a situation so like for a while i'll
3: say it's the people in the picture as well
2: okay whatever (laughs) um so ariana grande and Piers morgan have had this like feud that's been ongoing and picked up and stuff in different areas. One time where it like was definitely a big thing is when Piers Morgan went after Little Mix because mm-hmm. oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. they posted a promo shot that was them all naked, but you couldn't like see anything. They, like, oh, it was the
3: strip promo sh- yeah,
2: shot yeah. for
3: that single, yeah.
2: The um, copying the Dixie Chicks yeah. promo shot. Uh, so they've had words for a while now, but then a couple days ago... Piers Morgan tweeted, had such a great night, thank you, at Ariana Grande. And it came out that they ran into each other at a restaurant and sat and talked for a while. Um, basically both implied that they, like, still disagree on stuff, but they, like it was, like, good to, like, talk it through, like, humans and not over... The internet. So then they posted, or then Piers posted a selfie of the two of them. Oh, he
3: posted it. I thought she posted it. I don't think Ari posted Mm. it.
2: But she was the one in. She didn't even like. I don't know if she even like retweeted him. She was just replying to people asking what the situation was. Mm. So, like, that's how we knew. And she said that she still disagrees with him on a lot, but it was nice to sit and have a civil conversation, even if you do disagree. And, like, I guess, like, that sentiment is fine, but it's, like...
3: I mean, that sentiment is fine, but the picture, like, is unnecessary. Well, Piers Morgan
2: is a troll, has always been a troll, will always be a troll. Yeah. He's a provocateur, Mm. and, like, he... Post things just to make people upset and to argue with them. Yeah. So, and I don't think this one conversation with Ariana Grande, no matter how well intentioned she was, is going to change anything. Yeah. He's always going to be a troll. Sure. So, actually, yeah, just him. He's the freak.
3: Mm -mm. Okay. Our one true queen. We planted the seeds throughout this episode, and it should be obvious by now. It is one trek. It's just kidding. It is one Miz. Candy Burris. Woo! I mean, she, we've said how like Rena's having an amazing year this year in 2019, but Candy, big brother, break up with your girlfriend, RuPaul's Drag Race season 11, to say nothing of Atlanta itself. Right. Is just like hit after hit after hit. <clears throat> she did an article with an interview with Billboard, which you should run, not walk to where she like talked about the Break Up With Your Girlfriend phenomenon. Explain
2: what that is to people who don't necessarily know. So, Speaking of Ariana Grande. Speaking
3: of Ariana Grande, the last song on her album is Break Up With Your Girlfriend on board. Samples, sort of, lyrics that are kind of spun around a little bit from "Instincts." It Makes Me Ill, which Candy Burris wrote, so she gets a writing credit on the Ariana song, which is now number two on the Hot Billboard chart, mm-hmm. the, the Hot Billboard charts. So, an achievement. I mean, she was on, she was number one last year with friggin' Ed Sheeran.
2: Right. It's also funny that we're not giving this one to Ariana because Ariana is the first solo person in history to have like the first the top two spots on that chart. Did you know that?
3: The, no, the, f- the first solo person to have the top three
2: spots. First three spots. And then the last people to have it were the Beatles. Who are they? Who are they? I
3: I could not even like hum a Beatles song. Hey, Jude. How are you, you doing? <laughs> uh, you
2: couldn't you, you don't know a Beatles song?
3: No. Grow up. Who cares? <laughs> There's three Arena Grande songs to listen to. And that's it for this week.
2: Oh my god. So make
3: sure you while you're on iTunes not listening to Beatles songs. Subscribe to Come Through Queen and leave a review while you're there.
2: Yeah, go out and watch Shrek's 1 and 2. And 3. And 3 to support Teresa Giudice. And then
3: look at a picture of Monique Hart as Puss in Boots. Yeah. Uh, then listen to us on Spotify. Go to comethroughqueen.com slash store for some merch.
2: Yeah, go to twitter.com. Follow Dan at IDKIDK. Follow me at NotBrendan. Go to facebook.com. Join the Facebook group. Um, We recently were talking about Jennifer Gilbert, the lost New York housewife. Join in the conversation. We've
3: had some actually fun live threads for New Jersey and Beverly Hills. If you're like watching and need a little pep in your step, if you're getting bored by Beverly Hills. Yeah.
2: Feel free to start a live start of something that you want.
3: <laughs> um, you can call us at 717-47-FREAK like Lucy and friends did. At 717-47-FREAK. Or you uh, can email us at comethroughqueen at gmail.com. And if you've made
2: it this far, love us, love us, please retweet.
3: Like, comment, subscribe. Heart to retweet. We'll see you okay. next week. Bye. 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 <laughs>
1: See ya. Come through, Queen.